Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app. It's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs, and every person we meet. This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the a reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed grace and peace everyone it's your man t barlow back for an exciting episode of bars biblical and reformed spitters and on the line i have with me a brother man we've been playing message tag for the past like <laughs> month month and a half or so and i've finally been able uh, to get this brother on and we all know him as Jeremiah Blige. Can you say what's up to the people, please? Salute, salute. What's good, Bars Podcast? I'm definitely thankful to be on the line today. Looking forward to, to a good conversation, man. Much love. Yeah, yeah, indeed, man. I'm grateful to God to have you on. I got to tell you, like, um, I'm actually really excited about this. You know, I, I kind of held back a little bit in our introductions as we got onto the line. But, uh, you know, I've, I've listened to your music for quite some time. I won't... Um, I got it's, it's some questions I want to ask you about uh, one of your previous projects, and that's on the uh, 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 oh snap, why can I think of the name of the daggum project? When Ravens Cry, you know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. before we get there, what I would like for you to do is, man, just for those of us who don't really know a whole lot about you, man, whatever you like to share about yourself, uh, just to kind of get the you know just just to get the uh, the juices flowing. Can you tell us a little bit of something about who you are, where you're from, what you do, and so forth? Absolutely, no problem. Um, I am a, a, a husband to an amazing wife, and I have two wonderful boys. One of them eight years old, the other just turned three. Um, and I love my family. You know, the Lord has graced me um, to, to to have a family, and, and I'm thankful. Um, as someone who comes from somewhat of a broken home and and seen some things that that were unfortunate um i'm thankful to be in a place now to say i I have a family and can serve a family and so i'm a person who who loves my family and i'm thankful for it um i'm originally from 
right outside of Charleston, South Carolina, a place called Johns Island. Um, I was born and raised there. I spent a little bit of time um, over in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia. Um, moved there as a, as a later teen, 16, 17 years old. Um, spent some time with my, my sister's family, who was a military family at the time. Um, I met my wife there, and, and, and the Lord um, really, really drew me fully, and, and, and I committed to just what he, what he had for me to do in my life, um, and, and just to pursue after the things of God, and to learn more of them um, at that point, and really turn my back away from some things that I had been holding on to, so the Lord really um, brought me to, to a place in my mind where I could focus um, and, and really pursue what I needed to. Um, so, spent some time out in Virginia, um, Virginia Beach, married my wife, and moved here to Charlotte, um, where I have been um, for the past nine, no, ten years now. Ten years as of this year, actually. And, and so I love it here in Charlotte, of course, Carolina, born and bred anyway, so it's not too far where I'm from. Um, I love music. <laughs> I've been doing music for a very long time. Um, and, and I'm thankful to, to be serving on the Infantry, um, which is a music collective um, full of brothers that, that really that seek to honor the Lord with our gifts and to pursue um, after the things of God in our lives and love our families and serve our community. So I'm thankful to be a part of that group and to serve that group um, at a higher level of leadership. So I'm thankful um, for that. And, 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 and so, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> I can dig it. So when it comes to uh, like your musical uh, career, your musical upbringing and so forth, um, what does that look like for you? Like when did you uh, start becoming a songwriter? Uh, how did you get into recording songs or recording music? Uh, were you recording music before the Christian walk or, you know, and, and, and reformed as God saved you? Or was it something that, you know, those, I don't know if a lot of questions all at once, but well, what's, what's your oh, you're fine. background and story like yeah, man, like, really, what's funny is I, I probably wrote my first rap in, like, the sixth grade, the fifth or sixth grade, somewhere around there, um, as a preteen, and the very first rap that I wrote, um, I found a way to record it, and I got, I had a little radio with a busted hanger and, you know, the little tape deck with a, with a microphone in it, you know, that, that's really on the face of the, of the radio, and you know, you could press the record button and the play down at the same time. And I got an old cassette tape and covered the top um, of it so that I could record over a tape that shouldn't have been recorded over. Um, and I pulled my sister's um, stereo in the room and played an instrumental on it. Um, that was a bonus track on some random single she bought. And I found a way to record just by playing music from one radio and recording my voice and the music into another. Um, and so... Since then, I have always been recording my own music um, since a preteen, really. Um, in terms of releasing music, I didn't really release any music until, you know, until I was saved and, and, and start really focusing and using in my gift um, to, to glorify God. And so, and so that's really the extent of me releasing music. But I've been creating music and, and recording it for as long as I've been writing it. For over 20 years now wow man that's crazy you know so all right so those those songs that you were recording uh that was really more so like what how would you say would you say that was just you kind of just doing a hobby like just making music for the sake of making music 
Yeah, and and you know, and I know that's kind of like a foreign thing nowadays because there's no barrier of entry into the music world. Um, you know, you can go and record, and the next step would be to release it to a whole bunch of people on the internet today. But back then, we didn't have that. You know, there was no platform where we can just go dial up something on the internet um, and upload it, and boom, it's out there to everyone. You know, back then, especially poor. I mean, of course, people who are more fortunate had the internet. I'm sure way back then, but we didn't. <laughs> um, and so. It really was just about the love and passion for creating music, for writing lyrics, and and loving to do that. And so it was for that purpose and that person purpose alone, really, um, for the longest time, you know. And then as as you kind of grow in your gift and you get older, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna plan to, you know, record music to put it out. Um, it just happened that at the age where I would, you know, start to do that type of thing is actually, you know, when I became a, a, a believer, you know, so they kind of lined up with that. So, so what was your first uh, official release then uh, after all those songs that, that, you know, that you've been practicing? After you got to the point to where you was like, okay, matter of fact, let me ask you this. What led you to wanting to release music? And then what was your first release? I would say, I think every art, most artists, um, just art in general, right? You, you typically create it out of a personal space, you know, or some a feeling that you have or a thought that you had an idea. You create that thing, but things that are created, I think, in order to be experienced, right? Whether it to be visually experienced or, you know, audibly experienced or experienced through touch. Um, we thing, Anything created is meant to be experienced in some way. And so knowing that, of course, you know, the same thing applies to music. And so I always knew I would want people to hear these, this music. So we're really just second nature um, as an artist to say, okay, I have these songs, I created these songs, um, and, and I want to package them up and put them out if I can, um, if I feel they're good enough to be released. Um, and so I really want to say, it was several years, even as a believer, that I just worked on music and recorded it. I didn't really put anything out until my first EP, which was called The Forerunner. And that was back in, I want to say 2008, maybe. 2000 and somewhere in between 2008 to 2010. It's like a free little EP that I put out um, online and just around the community that I was. Um, where some of the songs that I had already been working on, I kind of put it on there and then dropped it. And then I continued on into my first like free full length project, which was called Before I Wake. And I released that in August of 2012. Um, and that really was a lot of songs that I wrote starting at the age of 19, you know, to whatever I was at the time um, of releasing it. And so that's really how it's went. And then from there, after Before I Wake, I um, worked on when Ravens Cry and, and then Fighting Stance. So that's really the trajectory. Okay, so and I gotta say when when Ravens Cry was probably like my first like real um, exposure to you as an artist. I mean like if I heard any of your works that came before that, um, like at that time, like I probably wouldn't I can't say that I recognized that it was you and that was your name. But when Ravens Cry was like my first experience with you, man, and uh, and there was something about and this is going to get this is my question for 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 this for this album that was it was something about the song um 
what is it? Fallen Skies. Flash mm-hmm. Fallen Skies. Um, yep. I don't I don't know what it was about that song. And I think like actually I can tell you, I know off the top. There's this hunger and this passion, like in your voice for uh, just everything that you touched on to where it was like, oh, this dude means this. Like, 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 ain't no way, like, nobody acts, no, you can't, you can't fake what this, you know, <laughs> you can't fake such a, a passion, you know what I mean? Like, and like, and, and like that chorus, um, that hook, I used to love, because when I first started working the job that I work now, like, I would get off after a 13, 14, maybe sometimes 15 hour day, and sometimes mm-hmm. on the worst days, no real break, right? Uh, and I would put that song on, and that uh, and that chorus, even though you may have a completely different context for it, that part where mm-hmm. it was like going too far. Hours been a mighty long day. The Lord is rest for the weary, so we fly and never like like. Oh, that was hitting home as I was driving home. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. But but I want to know because I, I I feel like I know. But I feel like if I call myself trying to articulate it, I'd be making a fool of myself. Can you explain that song? Um, not the song, not necessarily the verse, but but the uh, the hook in particular, the part of flying and falling skies. Can you can you explain that for me? Absolutely. Well, and just even a note on the song itself, just kind of along the track listing, um, it really was the the first song that I kind of came up from for air from a concept like all of the other song kind of songs kind of tied together in the story and the narrative for that album but this song this this one was really more so where I could just rap about things that were on my heart you know not necessarily yeah. um tar- targeted as a at a specific topic so yeah right. so that's more of it like in, in all of my projects, I try to do that at least once where it's like, okay, I'm just going to sit down and write whatever in whatever I'm feeling without com- being confined to a topic or subject. And so that's kind of where that was birthed in the hook, you know, from it uh, in the concept of just flying, falling skies, is, you know, um, as we, as you fly, you know, through these skies of life, right, you know, that this world has fallen and you see a whole lot of things you know we see a whole lot of evil as believers we have to go through and endure um and feel all manners of pain right we have to lift and bear our own burdens and also of those that we love we wrestle with passion and and we wrestle with purpose we wrestle with belief we wrestle with conviction all of those things are part of just kind of flying through um this life in this fallen world and so the day-to-day grind and hustle of, of working and pressing and, and, and trying to be who I need to be for my nieces and my nephews and for my sons and my family um, and, and, and also my, you know, my brothers and sisters in Christ as well. Like, in, in even in music, even, you'll hear that in that song. So it's just really wrestling through um, living life here in all of the different ways that that kind of hit me in the moment of that song. I hope that answers your question. <laughs> no, dude, that answers the question perfectly, man. As a matter of fact, man, like just, again, I, and I, this actually always happens whenever I listen to uh, somebody who actually cares about their music, to talk about their music. <laughs> like, you've just reignited the flame for that song, man, because like, I, I, and, I, and I, I think that it, it touches on, I mean, I, I can't think of 
I, I can't imagine somebody being a child of God, being a Christian, and not have that same mindset. I can't. I mean, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but not have that same those those same concerns that those, those same struggles, those same. And, and when you and you write when you listen to the song, there wasn't no real set subject, but it, it hit mm-hmm. on a, a lot of different topics. And just like, uh, and I'm trying to be real careful with it when I'm saying this because I don't want anybody thinking that I'm saying that what you just what you rap was like, you know, like it was good enough to be added to scripture but like in the same characteristic of the scripture it's like it points back to the same solution uh at the end of the day which is like in the midst of all of this god is our rest in the midst of in the midst of everything in the midst of all of our anxieties and fears and uh and desires and pressures and so forth here we have this god who is our rest and 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 i think that's probably like i said it's so much easier hearing you explain it because i've always felt that i just never Articulate that man, and I gotta tell you, that's my that was my favorite song off the track, off, off the off wow. the project. And you had and you and you had some bangers uh, on there, man. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I want to talk about production on your music real quick. Oh, infantry, period. Like who who's doing this production? Like where are these guys coming from? Well, for for Ravens, um, I really pulled pulled production from a lot of different people. You have um, Wantel, um, you'll have. Um, a dude named Mach One who also produced um, Fighting Stance in its entirety. He did a song for it. He also added some instrumentation. Um, Battle Axe, who used to be active a while ago, with, did a lot of work on our Swiss soul music um, and some work with Rhyme Council. Um, just a whole lot of different producers, honestly. It wasn't, you know, one set producer or production group but really just me pulling music from a lot of different producers that I respected and whose craft I really I really liked um, and then from there you know adding my own post-production to it and adding instrumentation and drums and stuff where I saw fit that could allow everything to kind of fit together sonically um, and so it's a whole lot of different producers mixed in with with me you know adding adding on stuff to it you know one of the examples i think that would kind of highlight that would be red rover where red rover if you listen to the single version or the first version of it um with dayton and t-wise that the beat that beat um after t-wise you know that whole three minutes and a half or so whatever that is that's how the beat came to me but on the remix you hear a second half of it you know where we're doing a lot of different stuff and all of that is post-production and production that i added to it so it's kind of taking you know the production that's there and and then flipping it as well um and contributing whatever production ability that i can um to it and so that's really been the story yeah. of all of my music up until fighting stands that's crazy because because uh you know i've always felt like when i hear something from that comes from infantry like like I always felt like like the like the sound, um, like it had like a it has it has like a unique sound. I don't even know how to explain that now. Um, but it's, it's it's like when it comes to like your production, I, I would have thought that you probably had like maybe one or two producers. But you're saying that like mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a whole slew of y'all, and then like you're the common thread on every so to speak. Because uh, I mean, like, are you doing like after? Um, are you doing are you doing extra production on everything that that you touch or? 
not on everything. I think it just it just really depends on if I feel like the track is done. Like if I you yeah. know if I listen to a song, I write it, I record it, and when I'm listening to it, I feel like it's done, then I won't add anything to it. Um, but if I listen to it and I feel like, ooh, it could use this to help out with melody, or it could use this to add some extra energy here, then I'll go in there and you know see what I can can cook up to complement what the producer has already done. Um, and put on my producer hat a little bit but we will i do i can say this though that in the future you know infantry will there will be a more targeted focus on the producers that we work with in the future though um we'll still work with a lot of people but there will be more of a you know centralized production understood so now um understanding this correctly fighting stance is like that's your current ep that's out that's correct correct Okay, and uh, I noticed uh, let's see, a couple months ago you dropped a joint with uh, Jared Sanders. It was a, I'm assuming that's, that's a single off of the fight, Breaking Boulders. Yes, it is. Yeah, right. Okay. So, all right, first of all, tell me about Fighting Sands, uh, especially since it sounds like that's the current one that's out there. Um, what's the concept behind the Fighting Sands? Really, really, it's a it is an EP, and I know that it's not really classified or listed as an EP because of how long it is. Um, but it's eight songs, and it is an EP, and I created it to be an EP, not really conceptually, but to just express things, much like I did with F- F- Flying Fallen Skies on my album, right? And so the idea was, hey, there's some some things I want to just get off my chest, or some stories I want to share. Or, you know, here's some thoughts I want to put out right now, you know, and the name Fighting Stance came from the first single, and the, really the first song that I did, that kind of that thought connected with the feel of it as a whole, um, and so that's how we landed on, on Fighting Stance, but it's really not a conceptual project, it's more so, you know, that's just the title of this body of work, um, that's really a collection of songs. I, I got you, so are you a in the process of working on something else as of now or you let your fighting stance kind of stew for a little bit or what's, what, is there any plans that you're willing to share right now as far as what's coming up in the future oh man well well i'm always working on music you know and so <laughs> always have <laughs> yeah. plans to do a whole lot of music um but i am like actively working on another ep for this year i planned on releasing my second album this year but other, you know, conflicting priorities requires me to push my album, my second album back. So my, my my second album will be next year. But I do have an EP that's slated for October of this year. I can dig it, man. So one of the questions I always ask the artist who comes on here is, is what are some of your musical influences? And I'm and both secular, Christian, however you want to frame that. But what... Um, what did you come up listening to? Oh, yeah, man. I came up listening to, again, I'm from South Carolina, so we're talking Dirty South music. So a lot of Master P and No Limit and Early Cash Money and Pastor Troy. Um, a lot of a lot of 50 Cent when he came out. Um, some Eminem when he came out. Wasn't really heavy on... Um, the Nas's and Jay-Z where we were where we were from you know it was more outcast and you know ghetto boys and stuff like that that we would hear you know our older relatives play so we naturally gravitate to those Tupac 
Um, not a whole lot of Biggie in the South, where I was from anyway, but definitely plenty of Tupac. Um, and so that really, that really was it um, for the most part. As I got older and got into high school, you know, I, I, I discovered Nas and really started listening more to Nas. Um, and, and Lil Wayne, of course, as he kind of went into that second act of his career um, as well. And so a whole lot of, a whole lot of secular in, influences growing up, um, just listening to a lot of different, a lot of different artists that I shouldn't have been listening to, honestly, as a young person. It was ridiculous that I was listening to Right, right. Stuff. I, I you, <laughs> I, I, it trips me out. Like, when I, when I think back to it, like, like the stuff that I used to listen to at my kids' age, like, I never encouraged right. at my kids' age. Like, it's like, like no, nah, right. you don't really need to hear this. Yeah, but, but yeah, right. it's, it's, but it's amazing, though, man, like, how, how uh, I don't know, I think, like, 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 back then, like, hearing it, for some reason, and I don't know if it was like a sin nature or if it was just, you know, I'm going to focus on the fact that this person got skill, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. It's like how, how that stuff didn't bother us. Like, like now, like I'm a grown man and it's like, I don't want to hear this. Like, like right. you know, which is, which is strange. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so I wouldn't who? even let, I wouldn't even recommend that garbage to grownups <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. And here I am, right, nine, right. 10 years old, listening to it. Right. I mean, you know, and, and I, I'll listen to like clean versions of things simply because, yeah, again, yeah. like I'm always, you know, always have to keep my ear to the ground. I was like, man, what's out here? What's who's saying what? What are they saying? That was those types of things. But like, nah, I'm, I'm not recommending yep. that you indulge uh-huh. if you're not, you know, because I don't know what your what your level is or maturity is. Yep. But who who I you are, who are you spending who are you spending these days? Like, man, what are some of the uh, music that you listening to now? Oh, oh man, I've heard. I pretty much hear everything that comes through the pipeline in Christian hip hop. Um, I try to be as current and up on stuff. Um, I know that right now, because I'm creating stuff, I'm not listening to a whole lot of music because I don't. I try to reduce, you know, my input because I don't want to be influenced indirectly too much while I'm in a place of actually writing and recording. Um, yeah, but. But pretty much, man, I, I love what, what everybody's doing over in history with D Black and Mouthpiece, who, who was one of my major influences um, as a believer in, in what I actually, you know, was saved and, and, and began to listen to Christian music predominantly and mainly. Uh, Mouthpiece was a major influence, um, of course. Um, Plain James and just the whole history family. Much, much love, respect. I listen to them. Um, routinely, same thing with God over money and the brothers there. I listen to to all of those brothers. Of course, Jared, Jared's my man. So everything Jared puts out, um, I rock with heavy. So then um, just really the whole team there. Bumps Inf is probably my 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 eight year old favorite rapper. <laughs> he goes to sleep <laughs> listening to Bumps Inf. <laughs> so, really? So I. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, I I love I love these brothers' music, man. I love what 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 these brothers push through to press and make um, for for us as believers to listen to and, and rock out to, man. So, RMG and, and, and Derek Minor and just just everybody, man. I listen to everything that comes to the Reach pipeline. I, I listen through it. Um, definitely feel the kind of new wave that they're trying to bring in and welcome onto their team. Um, I've, I've listened to all of those artists before they got signed as well. And so I try to keep my ear um, to everything that's out there because there's typically something to pull from everything, you know, that's out there if you listen hard enough. 
Um, and a lot of times, even in the world, you hear, oh, there ain't no good music that has positive content. You know, it's, it's out there. You just got to look for it. And so I kind of apply that to, to Christian hip hop as well. You know, that whatever we're looking for, I feel like we're in a way, the Lord's been gracious to us and brought us all away in our development artistically where whatever style you're looking for whatever content if you're looking for something more meat heavy if you're looking for something more milk heavy all of it's there you know we just have to be mindful and and search for it you know just like we have to search for something to eat when we're hungry (laughs) and regular food so so i I try to you know keep my ear open and, and listen to everything man i think there's a lot of good music being made no, I can dig that, man. Hey, so I want you to take this opportunity, man, to kind of just like let the folks, let the listeners know where they can find your music. Um, if um, you know, what I'm saying, if you're available for for whatever, how, how you know, where can they find you on a social media outlet? All of those things, all those tags and handles, man. Here's your opportunity now uh, to share that with our listeners, so they can find out more about you and the God you serve. Yeah, you can certainly find everything about me um, as an artist and just my music at infantry.com. That's N-F-T-R-Y. B at the front, so B-Infantry.com. Go to artists and then click my name, Jeremiah Blygen, and I'll be there Um, on social media. Everything is at Jeremiah Blygen, which is my government name because I am not cool enough for a rap name. So (laughs) everything is just (laughs) under my name, name, Jeremiah. Share my obliging and, and certainly reach out to me. Um, hit me up. Um, be happy to connect um, any way possible. So, so yeah, that's all my info. Yo, sounds good, man. Uh, folks, y'all been listening to Jeremiah Obliging, and I gotta tell y'all, man, if you haven't heard his music, I I put my stamp of approval on it. Not that I'm anybody special, but I put the stamp <laughs> of approval on it, man. You, you make sure y'all y'all check him out at those links. Um, this has been your host, T. Demaris Barlow, T. Space, D-E-I-M-A-R-I-S, Space Barlow. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under that name, uh, T.D. Barlow, at T.D. Barlow, T-D-E-I-B-A-R-L-O-W for Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to go on Facebook, find the Bar Podcast page, hit that like button, follow, so that way when we drop these shows, you get notified. It'll be in your feed. Also, be sure to go and check out thebarpodcast.com. Uh, we are a network. You know, we have shows like Just Thinking. We have uh, Mario Esco Live. We have The Bar Podcast, the podcast that started it all here. And then when you get done checking all that out, go back to the page that originally started this off, the Be Not Deceived page on Facebook, uh, spelled all correctly with the proper spaces. Go on that page, like that page. Be Not Deceived is all about exposing false doctrines, whereas The Bar Podcast is about pointing you to proper sound resources. And I'm going to use this moment for a shameless plug. In about a couple of weeks, I got a brand new song dropping. So make sure if you go to the Bar Podcast page or go to me, find me on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, make sure you follow me, hit the like, friend request, whatever the case may be. I see to it that you have access to this new single. I'm definitely looking forward uh, to dropping this one with you guys. I want you guys to stay on the line to check out whatever song Jeremiah Blige chooses to feature on this episode for your listening pleasure. And until next time, my brothers and sisters in Christ, I love y'all to life, grace and peace.
these weapons are forming We can feel the heat grilled against the ropes We ain't never seeing flames Even our cash is clay So we ain't roping dope Boy, he's molding us and I need him to Lost without him both now and then I had thick hatred robbing me of joy Full of pride like a lion's den But he saved me Yeah, who knew? I was sad too, though, like a blue coop Hey, man, I got scar living in that zoo But by stripes, he brought me through And I ain't bragging on what I've caused But how the Lord paused and corrected cause When I was dead, foul, surrounded by hawks at my feet Upon the hardwood of the cross Bang. Saw God make me away Like I was moved to the left side on 2K That's a pink tin caddy pick Chrome caps, boy, he makes up and moves way Who say? Too many mistakes to make gray Look him dead in the face Say, I'm proof grace Remove pain and he took my place Let God be true and say Break Crazy to wait on his shoulders. The valley was broke, the way it was paved, he paid and he showed us. And man, he was focused. He started with clay, then he mowed us. Potted the fray with the water. He liked Bobby Flay with the order. Whoa, I was never one to zigzag. Politicking with the riffraff. Steady swimming in the sin bath. Left and never would a wind bag. Forgive that. Devil tapping on my shoulder, fam. Dying my life, it was over, man. I was looking for slow pitch, but it's over. And I had blood all on my head. Cross all on my back with a stripe. I gotta be a lot of humming. The humming is with the number runners. They were looking for my life with a pipe. They wanna flare, grab the thing like Mr. Grimm. They was trapped with that human torch. God stretched me, then blank my sin. Mercy from the Fantastic Four. I was not rolling in the mud with so much pain on when me. I was is an accusation firmly planted in our mind by Satan. And, it's, it's, and, so, and so Paul is challenging God's people. He says, God wants you uh, to be free from this. And why does he want it to be free? Because we, 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 we tear down everything that bigs itself up above Jesus Christ and who he is. God has already given us the victory. So the, 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 the question isn't, whether or not he's giving you the victory, he wants you to walk in the victory utilizing the power of the resurrection to tear some stuff down. God has anointed your hands with tearing down capabilities. And so what he wants you to do is he wants you to challenge, somebody say challenge. Challenge that demonic speculation. 
Challenge it with who God is, who God is, who God is. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there